0: Good morning to everybody. And you are here on this lovely Sunday, well, Sunday morning for me here in California, just getting into Sunday afternoon on the East Coast. And I am Dr. Jeff Weber, your host for the next 30 minutes here on Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff here on Pet Life Radio, the only live call in show on Pet Life Radio. So you want to take advantage of it because we're here to help you. Uh, We're here to answer your questions. We want you to save some money. We want you to have a game plan. When your pet is having a problem and you just don't know what to do, we're here to give you some guidance to make life a little bit easier for you, let you know when something is really serious, when something is not so serious, and that's kind of my job. I want to kind of direct you to the right place. Tell me, do so. We have our sponsors. We have ProSense Pet Products available at your mass market like Walmart and Target, and of course, The Kong toys, which are really great therapeutic, dental health, oral health, great things for your pet's mouths. And we have back our very special guest who sort of got, uh, with because of quote-unquote technical difficulties a couple of weeks ago, we lost her for our first half of the show. So we wanted her back for another whole show, and that's Dr. Heather Lenzer from actually Praxis on the East Coast. You've probably seen her on TV. I've seen her on TV. Anyway, so uh, we're here to talk about a few things. We were talking about some fall allergies last time we were in. Uh, Also, one of our joined sponsors for the show is the Splash Plus Products, which Heather will be happy to talk to you about. And also, we have a couple of other fun things on our uh, slate today to discuss. So without further ado, Dr. Heather Lenzer. Heather, how are you doing?
1: Hi, Jeff. Thanks. Nice to be back. And oh, um, yeah, oh. I'm glad I went to vet school and not to computer school because I definitely would have flunked out. <laughs> I, but
0: thanks for having me back. I don't, I don't think it was your fault. That, you know, it's funny. I remember when my kids were way younger, and I'm talking way younger. I'm talking when they were like in second or third grade, and I needed help on something in the computer. I just had to ask them.
1: And I didn't, maybe that was a problem. I did not recruit my five-year-old on our last fall. That was probably
0: the problem. Oh, God, it would have been figured out in no time.
1: Absolutely.
0: So, so uh, anyway, we wanted to, we were sort of closing out, rushing through the end of fall allergies. Time is here. You know, it's interesting because I am seeing a number of still allergic dogs, even though here we are towards the end of October, and uh, it still
1: happens. I know, and I'm really thinking this time of year, a couple of the main reasons it happens is people are starting to close up their homes. I mean, it is about 45 degrees here in New Jersey, and I have my windows closed and my doors closed. And so the dust and the mold and the dander in my house, as great as I am at vacuuming, is really accumulating inside, and that can really affect our pets. And even though these allergens float around in the breeze and our pets are inhaling them most of the time, the issues do show up in their skin. And I'm sure just like what you do, I I recommend making sure that people have a nice soothing shampoo around to help calm down that itchy skin when these allergens flare up. Absolutely. And like you mentioned, my favorite shampoo right now is called Splash Plus Shampoo. And I love it because veterinary dermatologists designed it to take care of itchy, smelly dogs that have skin infections from all that scratching.
0: So I think it's a, I mean, it's certainly great. And I think for our callers who are going to call us in, hopefully have the courage at 877-385-8882. Once again, 877-385-8882. It's a free phone call. You have two docs here to help exactly. you out. East and, Coast uh, and West. Two uh, East Coast, right. We'll, we'll get everything covered. You know, You're sitting exactly. at 45 degrees. I'm sitting at 85 degrees, sitting in the sun, and going to be swimming today. But other than uh, that, other than that difference –
1: We'll be picking apples and going to pumpkin patches and celebrating fall in New Jersey, New York style.
0: Changing colored leaves. What does that mean? I have no idea. I have to look that up in the dictionary. But
1: yeah,
0: uh, I <laughs> but anyway, um, and also we wanted to. You can get us at Pet Life Radio. Just uh, join on the conversation. Ask the vets with Dr. Jeff on Pet Life Radio, and just start typing away. We'll see. Ya. And lastly, you can just send me a quick email to Dr. Jeff at petliferadio.com. So Heather, I know that we were talking when we first talked about having you as a guest on the show, you had your top five pet peeves. And I thought that was very cute. And I think that since this is what we do for a living, I want to hear a veterinarian's pet peeves. So why don't we just dig right in anyone who wants to call and join in. And if you have a comment about any of these or or a question, please feel free once again, 877-385-8882. But Heather, let's go to make it fun. From the bottom up, let's start with your number five pet peeve.
1: You got it. So, so these are pet peeves I came up with, both as a pet owner and as a veterinarian. I'd love to hear too if you're if any of your callers want to call in and share some of their pet peeves too. I would that would be fun to to hear about those too. So number five, I have uh, begging for food from the table, and that is annoying for everybody who's sitting at that table. And I have young kids, so it's really easy for the dogs to learn that food does fall, you know, and land on the floor and they gobble it up. And very quickly that can turn to them sitting beside my kids and basically asking for food. Absolutely. Um, And the the issue from the, so that's the pet owner side. It's annoying to have a dog like staring at you and panting and drooling on your lap. But from a veterinarian side, a lot of the things that clients and pet owners will grab off the table to give to their dogs isn't always healthy. So it's a very easy way to accidentally put too much weight on your dog very quickly because we tend not to count what we're grabbing off our plate and giving to our pets as calories itself. It's just sort right. of almost nothing.
0: Mind you, or obesity, just for the, our listeners, is the number one nutritional disease affecting our pets. It is, I mean, certainly estimated that about up to 40% of dogs in this country are overweight. I'm not pointing any fingers at anybody, but 75% of obese dogs and cats belong to owners who themselves could lose a few. So I think it's a whole habit. It's a lifestyle. And what happens is it's so easy to, as Heather just said, to pass on those little treats. But every time you do, hey, I'm a treat guy. I I think treats are great. But know that when you're going to give the treats, you have to reduce part of the regular meal food or else they're going to blow up like balloons.
1: And I think a lot of owners too, Jeff, don't always necessarily know when their pets are overweight. We we have kind of a standard of obesity and and thinness in the human world, but not necessarily in the animal world. So there's three main things I like owners to look for and feel in their pets. The first, if they run their hands along their side and they can't feel their dog's ribs or their cat's ribs easily, that means they've built up too much fat underneath the skin. So do make sure you can easily feel your ribs, your dog's ribs. The second is if you look at the cat or the dog from the side, so they're walking along the floor and you are staring at them just from the side, you want to be able to see their stomach tuck up underneath their back legs. If it drags along the ground or is pendulous, kind of dangling down between their back legs, again, they're too overweight. And then if you stand up and the third thing is if you stand up and you look down on top of your animal so that they are facing ahead of you and your knees are on one knee's on one side of your dog your other knee's on the other and you're looking down at their backbone you want to be able to see that they have an hourglass appearance to them as well. You want their waist to tuck in right behind their ribs so that they are narrower near their back legs than they are up at their front legs. If the opposite is true and they're more pear-shaped, again, they have gained too much weight.
0: Absolutely, and and you'll notice it in their exercise. And the problem is it's a vicious cycle. You know, obviously, one of the key elements of weight loss is going to be exercise. Obviously, calorie reduction and exercise. The problem is... The bigger a dog gets, the less they want to do. The less they do, the bigger they get. So it's amazing when you put these dogs on a weight loss program and you get them to start exercising. At first, it's going to be forced exercise. But once they start taking off those pounds, once the calorie reduction is made, it is amazing how much more energetic and active they want to be. So, uh, but you got I'm telling you, it's, it's really hard to do, guys. It's so, 75% of obese puppies and kittens grow up to be obese dogs and cats, which means that the habits, the exercise, the diet habits need to start when they're young. Because, just like people, it's so much easier to put it on than it is to take it off. So let's, great information, let's move on. I want to hear pet peeve number four.
1: All right, number four. This is destruction in the home. So this is when you come home from work and your couch has been trashed, your shoes have been chewed up, your counter has been surfed on, and now there's food all over your kitchen. Wrappers everywhere, boxes everywhere, and it looks like a tornado went off in your house. But in reality, your dog was likely suffering from the number one behavior problem out there, which is separation. Separation
0: anxiety. anxiety, absolutely.
1: And this can cause, obviously, a lot of physical destruction in your home and a lot of emotional stress for you and whoever else lives with you. And it can also cause serious issues for the dog because they have may have consumed something that gets stuck inside them, is toxic to them, And now on top of trying to fix your house, you have to fix your dog. And I do say dogs, I'm sure it happens in cats. It's not something I've heard of, but the dogs are our main culprits here.
0: Absolutely, and it is, you know, potentially very dangerous, and, um, you know, we are not giving our dogs often enough attention and exercise when we do have the opportunity, so then when we leave them alone, they will start acting out, and another thing, there are two elements here. The other element is sometimes they become codependent upon us. We give them too much attention and affection when we are home every single minute that what happens is when we leave them, they really feel the difference. It's so important to have your dogs to become comfortable in their own skin, not every minute that you're home, sitting and watching TV, do they have to be on your lap. What you want to do is train them to have their own little spot to lie down, their own chew toys to play with, and that way they, don't, they won't miss you so much. A good trick is every time you get up, every commercial, if you're sitting and watching TV, go up to do something, go to the kitchen or something, and make sure your dog does not follow you. You have to let teach them, no, 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 buddy, you could sit there and you could still play. I'm going to get up for a minute. So they don't have to count on you for every single minute. And another thing I've learned over the years, dogs are very discerning. And trust me, if you have two pair of shoes sitting out, (laughs) one is your like little little lousy, you know, cheapo rubber slippers, and the other ones are the Louboutins. Trust me, they're going after the good stuff.
1: And I had that with my red patent leather pump. I've never had red pumps before, and yes, they were very tasty. The heels were. Mm-hmm.
0: They know what's going to get you, so uh, it's very important to always, whenever it's like I call it like puppy proofing, baby proofing a room, dog proofing. Whenever you are going to leave them alone for whatever reason, take a look and say to yourself, "Is there anything that he can possibly get a hold of?" And if the answer is yes, even if it's a remote possibility, you better remove it because they are they are much smarter than we think when it comes to seeing what what we can destroy what we can damage but it is so true uh, if you see early on that your dog is showing evidence of separation anxiety you need to start working see your veterinarian read up on it go online see a veterinary behaviorist but you you need to start fixing it
1: now exactly okay number 3 all right number 3 is pulling on the leash And this uh, is something that can really be an issue because people stop exercising their dogs if they're getting dragged behind their dog. And dogs that do this are often so high energy that they need a way to burn off this energy. And if the owners are like, I don't want to go through the drama of being dragged around the neighborhood, then that dog may not get walked as much. Correct. Also, they're more apt The people can get hurt. They can get pulled and trip on the curb or get pulled into traffic. And it can be a dangerous issue. So the, one of the things that I like is using a head collar. Uh, Love gentle The halty or the gentle muscle. leader. Absolutely. Exactly. Because And the, the premise behind that is that you are now controlling where the dog's nose is pointed. And the, the muscles that control the side to side, the left and right motion of the neck, is not nearly as strong as the muscles designed to help with walking and walking forward and pulling. If a dog who's wearing a, um, a gentle leader or a halty, which goes around their nose, if they start pulling against you, their head is going to get pulled to the side. And then they can't see where they're going. So they will automatically slow back down again.
0: Absolutely. And Plus, it always takes their eyes when they do. When that head whips around because of the halty or the gentle leader, now they are making eye contact with you again. Exactly. And that's it, very important for a dog.
1: Yep. Exactly. And there's some harnesses that you can use too, but you have to be careful that they're no pull harnesses. That's what they're designed for. Because a regular old harness, that is just designed to allow a dog to pull as hard as they want to because it doesn't hurt them. They feel very strong. They're It's like hooking up a horse to a cart. So if right, you're going right. to go the harness route, be sure it's something that's designed to stop pulling and not accidentally encourage it. And it will say that on the label.
0: Absolutely. So it is uh, time for us to take a quick break, and I mean quick because we have lots to cover when we come back. Uh, I want to thank you for joining us here on Pet Life Radio and our guest, Dr. Heather Lenzer. I'm your host, Dr. Jeff Werber, and we'll be back in just a minute.
1: We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned.
0: It's dinner time in America Go to PetSmartDeal.com to find out this week's coupon code and save up to 30% on food, treats, toys, and more. And get free shipping on orders of $49. Go to PetSmartDeal.com. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. I'm home. My hair looks cute. Now what? Bring home a puppy or new dog is exciting, and he's depending on you to keep him in good health. Dogs need special care to keep them healthy as they grow throughout their entire life. Caring for their health is critical in all stages. With ProSense, it's simple and convenient to give your dog the care it needs with effective and quality products that treat, prevent, and provide essential daily vitamins and minerals. ProSense products are veterinary formulated and recommended to ensure the very best for your pet. Try ProSense today. Your dog will thank you for it. Pets love life. Love them back with
1: ProSense.
0: Welcome back to Ask the Bets with Dr. Jeff here on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Jeff Corber, and I'm here with a special guest, Dr. Heather Lenzer. And we were just talking about Dr. Heather's top five pet peeves. We've gone through three of them, just finished with pulling, which is a good one, and she and I totally agree. I have one of my five dogs as a Labradoodle, and I got to tell you, he is a puller, and that harness, that head harness, the Halti, is magic. And not only that, he loves it so much now that when he sees it, that means he's going for his walk. And he just he just puts his head he lets me slide that thing right over his muzzle. It is the best thing ever. I so know. Um, no, we like it. Now we have two left of your uh, pet peeves. I'm excited to hear them. So let's go to number two on that. All right, list.
1: number two pet peeve is bad breath for our pets. Owners complain about this, it's, it's a huge issue, and in fact, one in three pets, pet owners refuse to cuddle with their animals because of how bad their breath is. And I have a little poodle, and uh, he likes to sleep on my pillow, and I tell you, I just don't always want him there, depending on what his breath smells like. The main root cause of this is actually dental disease or inflamed gums, infected teeth and with 7 out of 10 dogs and 8 out of 10 cats suffering from dental disease by the age of 3 years old, it's a big problem. So there's um, uh, several things you can do at home to help with the bad breath. Uh, The first would be to go to your vet and make sure the teeth and gums are healthy and you're not dealing with a mouthful of nasty bacteria or infection. There's lots of great toothbrushing products out there. There's flavored toothbrushes. There's things you can add to water to help um, decrease plaque. And there's also great treats out there that have been proven to help diminish plaque and tartar accumulation. And if you've done all that and you still live in very close contact with a dog or cat that's, again, right in your face, sometimes you just need a breath freshener just to have things, have life be calm and peaceful and your your dog or cat gets to be as close to you as they want to. The one I found that does the best job is called Tooth-to-Tail Antioxidant Oral Gel. And the key there is that antioxidants actually work together in conjunction with the antioxidants in the saliva to neutralize and eliminate bad breath. And it works incredibly, incredibly well. It's actually been published in one of our nerdier journals, the American (sighs) Journal of Veterinary Research, and showing how great it works. So if you've ruled out all the causes of dental disease and you just can't handle being snuggled up with a stinky breath pet do try the tooth to tail and you can get that on amazon or at their website toothtotail.com uh, but it's um, a good, yeah, good one nice thing, wanna, thing to have in your back pocket
0: absolutely and one thing i want to add to that is that we would love all of our clients brushing their pet's teeth on a regular basis say Every day. It's Every not going to happen. How about two or three times a week? Uh, that's not going to happen. I mean, if the truth is, it is one of the most difficult things for us to get pet owners to do. It's really not that difficult. And if you start when they're young and you make it fun and you just, oh, you know, first of all, the dentifrices, the toothpaste are not sudsing. They have a, usually a really cool flavor, fish flavored for cats, beef or chicken flavor for dogs. They can swallow it, and they don't object to it as much as you think they do. You do not have to pry their mouth open to do it. You just have to pull their cheek away and just slide the toothbrush into the back of their mouths and brush away. So it's really not that difficult, but it's so important. The keys are that because you're not going to do it, by the age of three, you certainly want to get your pets into the veterinarian and get some professional tooth cleaning help. Be wary, be very, very cautious about these groomers mm. that are going to clean your pet's teeth without any sedation. First of all, in most states, it's against the practice act. Many of these operations that are promoting non-anesthesia, completely non-anesthesia, dentistries with no sedation, nothing, they cannot do a thorough job. Interestingly, there was a great study done by a veterinary dentist where he followed Over three years, a group of dogs that were going to the groomer for their teeth cleaning and a group of dogs going to the veterinarian. And at the end of the three years, and during each visit, he was taking pre and post pictures. And interestingly, the groomers did a very nice job in getting the plaque away from and the tartar off of the teeth, the exposed portion of the teeth. However, he was also taking x-rays. And at the end of the three years, the amount of bone destruction because of the inability to clean deep under the gum is where it counts, which, by the way, is a major source of a lot of this halitosis that Dr. Heather's just been talking about, led to major bone destruction, and these mouths were in horrendous condition. So don't kid yourselves. If you want to have it done, have it done properly. If you want to go to them for maybe once every few months just for a, a routine, just surface cleaning, that's okay. But don't think, don't rely on it as a sole source of oral dental health. For your pets.
1: You can't see me right here, but I'm standing on a soapbox and I have a feeling you're standing on the exact same one. I couldn't agree with you any, any further because you just cannot get under the gum line and get that bacteria and that tartar away from that pet's tooth without any medications on board. Exactly.
0: It, you need And you can use sedatives. There are some like things there. Absolutely. A lot of options we have now, yep. but you have to do something in order to do it right. Okay, so here we are at Dr. Heather Lenzer's number one pet peeve. let your drum roll. Da, 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 da. Drum roll. Uh, is, <laughs> let's hear it. What's your number, what's your number one, is, one pet peeve?
1: Is itchy skin, smelly skin, itching annoying dogs. That is the number one. Itchy, itchy skin. And it's the number one reason that dogs go to the vet. It's the tenth reason actually the cats go to the vet, but it made the top ten in cats. And it is a huge issue basically any time of year, but summer and fall, it's a huge problem because the itchiness is coming from skin allergies, which we touched on earlier today. So our pets inhale allergens that are floating in the breeze. Instead of sneezing and coughing, it shows up in their skin and these pets will start itching and scratching themselves like mad. And I will actually see itchy pets in my emergency room, and I work on overnight shifts because people are so sick of their dog waking them up in the middle of the night, scratching and thumping on the floor, and nobody can sleep. So it ends up being a huge, annoying problem. Owners will sometimes go after food as being the first cause when in reality it's not often food. It is an allergen, but the number one cause is actually fleas. And everyone kind of they back up, oh, I don't have fleas, I vacuum, I'm a tidy person, I shower. You know, but you getting bitten by one flea on a dog that is allergic to fleas can start this incredible cascade of skin inflammation and irritation. So be sure that your pet is on flea preventative year round. The second thing is, again, we talked about that Splash Plus shampoo. That's a great thing to have in your arsenal for a middle of the night bathing if your dog's really itching like crazy, but also it does a nice job of treating skin infections topically where normally you might have needed to have pills the shampoo itself can treat infections from staph and strep bacteria just with the medication inside the shampoo
0: and so i want to add one thing here about the infection because the number one complicator we see with skin allergy is something called pyoderma which is skin infection and interestingly we see pyoderma very often and it is often not a primary problem so when we see a dog Presenting with skin infection, we need to start looking for the primary problem. That primary problem is often allergy. And interestingly, again, the bacterium that is often cultured from a dog with a bacterial infection is Staph epidermidis, which is a normal inhabitant of dog skin. It lives there permanently. It's there all the time. So you have to ask yourselves, well, if it's there all the time, then why is it causing such a problem now? it's because of the scratching. As soon as that skin gets inflamed, as soon as the skin is broken from the scratching, and now what happens is the dog's defenses are down. They're compromised. And this bacterium, which is a normal, peaceful cohabitant, now becomes an opportunist and it starts really creating a deeper infection. So it's so important, as Dr. Lenzer just mentioned, we have to keep Our pets clean. We have to keep them free of the bacteria. And whether it's shampooing, in combination often when it gets bad enough with antibiotics orally or injectably, but something must be done because often they are itchy. In fact, when you have a very itchy dog and you have it treated with some anti-itch product, whether it's the corticosteroids, if maybe they're sensitive a little bit to the antihistamines, and they still are scratching, why? They're not scratching because of the inflammation. Now they're scratching because of the infection.
1: Exactly. Yeah, it's a very, very vicious cycle. And that's one of the reasons it's such a complex thing for us to treat, but it often takes multiple medications. And you didn't touch on adding essential fatty acids into their diets too, but I think that can help at a baseline.
0: Omega-3s are very, very effective. Absolutely. Exactly.
1: Yep. Healthy for us too and for our pets. And, And that can come in capsules or even just, you can put a couple pumps of the oil right on top of their food and they gobble it up that way.
0: They do very well. So it's a matter of keeping them clean, controlling the secondary infection, trying to find out what they're allergic to and eliminating it from the environment. Sometimes that's very difficult. Sometimes it's, it's rather easy. Uh, with fleas, it's not easy, but it's certainly doable. There are solutions. If it's pollens, I mean, you're not going to put your pet in a plastic bubble. So it's right. things we have to work with. And through allergy testing, it might be possible to identify exactly what pollens, what weeds, what molds they may be allergic to, and then start to desensitize them with good old-fashioned either allergy shots or now there's something even new, which is a sublingual drop and you can just put drops in the mouth every day, and uh, that also can build up their own immunity against these allergens, these antigens. So, it's very important. Don't let your dog be miserable. When you see a veterinarian, let's get to the bottom of it. Let's find out what the inciting cause might be, and we can make a diagnosis and start treating, which obviously will make your pet happy, which, of course, then will make you happy as well
1: and keep you out of my er at two o'clock in the morning for <laughs> exactly
0: so uh, that's not all we have time for i did want to talk about a halloween fortunately we have one week well over a week. So next sunday number one on our slate we're going to talk about halloween we're going to talk about halloween safety things that you didn't even think about that might be a problem and it's so important so stay tuned next sunday here at pet life radio's ask the vets with dr jeff i'm your host dr jeff Werber. 877-385-8882 write that number down now so you're going to call us about Halloween next week once again I want to thank our sponsors ProSense Pet Products and the Kong Toys and of course Splash Plus Shampoo and what was it the, the, um, the, the breath, fresh, um, breath tooth specializer tooth to
1: tail tooth yeah,
0: to tooth tail. tail
1: antioxidant oral gel it's fantastic That's stuff. Good. and
0: it's very good yes antioxidants for the mouth are fantastic and I should know because I get more tongue than anybody I know so uh, boy <laughs> I just love having fresh breath when I'm getting those kisses All right. Stay tuned. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Let's Talk Pets. Every week, on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.